Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Here are your hosts. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 274. Hello. Hi. I'm Kyle. And I'm Warren. <laughs> and I'm Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> the OG team. That's it. We're Where's here, not the OG team. I keep saying that. I'm not an OG. Yeah. Well, it, I feel like it's been long enough. It can be counted. Yeah, no, an OG is like day one. Counted. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Austin, if you refute it, let us know. Ben, was Ben on the first one? He was on the very first one, yeah, too. Ben yeah, Ben also. Ben, let us know. Did you see yeah. his tweet today? Uh-uh. He said he's giving up cancer for Lynn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus, Ben. Uh, well, good guy. for him, yeah. Hey, yeah. if he hey. can. He's yeah. giving it up. <laughs> he's done with it. He's a dreamer. I hell love, yeah. I love it, man. Good for him. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, I, welcome. Well, I mean, it took us 50 episodes to find you, Kyle, okay? 50? 49. You're right. Yeah, well. Was it 49? Thank you to, thank you to Jeremy. It was yeah. uh, 50. I was on... My first episode was episode 51. It just took us a while to find greatness. Okay? Yeah, greatness, it took, right. It took 10 for uh, Austin to ghost us. Just a <laughs> mentally <it>. unstable <laughs> hockey fan over here. That's what we all are. Yeah. There he is. Uh, hey. <laughs> it's me. Speaking of mentally unstable, um, so myself, mm. I have... Checked out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I gave you that look because... No, I know. Uh, not, Anyways, not going there. Anyways, not going there. Uh, so I was at my local smoke shop uh, because I have to go to a smoke shop now to buy my Zins because smokes and delis. I, I don't know. It's right next to pastimes. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> uh, so I was going in to buy Zins and right below the counter, like in the, in the glass part of the counter, there were, there were some Delta eights there. Oh yeah. And I got myself a bag. Of gummies? And the last two days, I've been out of it, Kyle. <laughs> Understood. Welcome to the club. Yeah. As soon as I walked in the studio, I was like, are you okay? Are you, you're not responding to oh, me. Oh, that's why you took a nap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I've, I'm only taking half of the gummies. I don't know what we're talking about. Delta 8s. Oh. <laughs> he still doesn't know. He's a little oh, innocent yeah. guy over here. I'm married. It's legal. <laughs> I'm married. You're going to get married soon. I don't know what deltas like, are. I don't know what any of those things are. You yeah. can't explain it more than I can. I don't even know what it is. Delta I, eight. It's. I, kinda, uh, I mean, I know it's like a substitute of. It's. A, it's not it. even a substitute. It's just a different type of THC that yeah. is technically legal. It's. Uh, it's basically a loophole in the law that, so that it's there's a certain type of THC that is only medical medically legal right now in the state of Ohio until next year when all of it's legal, right? Mm-hmm. Synthetic. Uh, but sy- not synthetic. That was that was back in the 90s. I definitely taste I definitely taste it when I put Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's a gummy worm. It's, it's real THC. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a different type that is not that is that is pretty new, so it's not been made illegal by the federal government. So it's able to be sold in head shops. Yeah. And it's pretty much does the same thing. It does what you need it to. Yeah. It does the same thing and I they're wonderful. No, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yes, it's a great yeah. substitute. Yes, not gonna make it a habit. I was just all willy nilly there right after we did trivia, uh, next door at the at the bar over there, and I walked out to get my zins, and I was like, I could try Delta Eight. It's not. It's not bad for you. Yeah, it's not. 
Sure, it's it not. truly is not bad for you. Yeah. Anyways. I guess we could talk hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have much to talk. I mean, we just kind of came on, you know, just to... Just to kind of shoot the shit. There's really not a whole lot to talk about tonight. Yeah, I don't think. there's there's nothing. That'll really not a lot to happen in the last psych. Um, yeah, idiots. Oh. Biggest announcement probably in a long time here in Columbus. I'd say since Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. last summer, two yeah. summers ago. So uh, it was announced today that after 11 seasons as general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Jarmo Kekalainen has been fired, <sighs> or you know, to put it kinder, relieved of his duties. Uh, dismissed, however, yeah. however you want to say it. You know what? So before you get into like his record and shit, actually do that. Do that first. I'm sorry. Oh, we can. Yeah. Um, so again, 11 seasons, Yarmo Kekalainen as our general manager, no longer, no more. During his time as GM, um, his record over 500, he went 410, 362, and 97. Not quite over 500. Yeah, with the uh, OTL, they are still losses. They are still losses. overtime losses. Yeah, so those count as losses. They do. So um, not not over five hundred, but close. But close, just you know, about at five hundred. Like if you look at it, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, he'll go down as so far one of our best GMs the ever. The best because, GM in the. Yeah. But also, he spent eleven out of the twenty three years here. And but he also had the most success. He it did. wasn't. He had that much had time success. because he had the most success. Well, yeah. It, he wouldn't fault. have been here that long if he didn't have any success well, when he first started. Hopefully, I could have figured out, you know, you know what's in 11 years. And <laughs> well, I mean, I feel fired. like, yeah, the, the comparables there are a little different, <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I saw, I don't know who reported it. And this Warren, I'm going to mute you. Kind of irresponsible. All I hear is you chewing gum. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't even notice. Oh, uh, I could, I maybe I had my headphones turned up louder than normal, but... I got a bunch of... Oh yeah, I got gum all over this place. I saw a report from somebody. I think it was Portsline, I believe. Uh, quoted JD. Some, I may not have been JD, um, saying that they were just waiting. Or no, it wasn't JD because they somebody. It was Mike Priest said they were waiting for JD to come back. Off, he's been sick. JD's been sick most of the season. Well, wasn't necessarily he had back surgery. Yeah, back surgery. So he's been his health. He's had health reasons. He hasn't been around the team that much recently. Yeah, and they were waiting for him to recover to come back to take over the team. They were so they would have fired Yarmo earlier if JD wouldn't have had back surgery. Is is what I'm taking out of that. That's kind of what I got too. And also, like JD had mentioned the fact that he was out for like a while, along uh, like most of the season. He's been, yeah. not been around. Hasn't been around, and then all you know, that's that's not great. I mean, obviously he has he's got to take care of certain problems with his back surgery, but um, not having your president of hockey operations around when this disaster is breaking free. Like, yeah, it's kind of you know, Yarmo. I feel like Yarmo used JD to, to as a, not a crutch, but like they leaned on each other a well, lot yeah. to to do their jobs correctly. For sure and they did. I mean, JD was the one. JD got hired as hockey or president of hockey ops, like. 11 years ago. Yeah. And then yeah. He, he brings on Yarmo. That's his first hire as general manager. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, they have plenty of ties back with each other. St. Louis. Um, I forget where they initially met, but JD was talking about it today. So they, they go back. Like, they are friends. They go way back. Yeah. And JD had mentioned yeah. in this press conference that it was, like, one of the most difficult days of his professional career to have to let go. Yarmo Kekalainen. But... You I mean, know. I mean, at that point, like uh, some of the some of my best friends and some of the best people I've ever met is through my work. So yeah. I, you know, you can imagine that over that span of time and that, how much time they've spent together, they've become pretty good friends. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so to kind of go on, Yarmo as general manager, 
Five coaches under his regime, under his watch. He had Richards, Torts, Larson, Babcock. I'm I'm counting Babcock. <sighs> and also Pascal Vincent. Um some notable players, whether it came via like trade or draft that Yarmo brought in here. Bjorkstrand, Hartnell, Bobrovsky, William Carlson, Brandon Sod, Artemi Panarin, Seth Jones, Matthew Shane, Max Domi, Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Line, and now Adam Fantilli, just to name a few. So like the dude has brought in talent. Yeah, I I said today, I tweeted today that um that the one thing that I'll remember from not the one thing, but one of the things that I will mostly remember from Yarma being here is how much he defended the city. Yeah. And how much he loved it here and was very vocal about that. Any chance he got, he he really out anywhere there was a narrative for the longest time that uh Columbus was a place that nobody wanted to go play, and he defended that tooth and nail yeah. to every every media opportunity he had. So that is one thing that I'll definitely remember. He, I believe that he absolutely set this team up for success at multiple points. And I think that now he has also set the team up for success moving forward with another general manager at this point. I, you, you, know, you th- could be right because like as soon as Scott Hartnell got fired... Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hartnell. Uh, what's the guy's face before the... Uh, Yarmo, Housen, Housen. There we go. I I don't know where the Scotty I'm... Scotty Housen, not Scotty Artnell. Huh? Yes. Yeah, I was. I you know I was close. Um, <laughs> but like once he got fired, then we brought in Yarmo Caroline, right. and like Yarmo kind of reaped the benefits of what. Yeah, he came. Housen did. Bobrovsky uh, was one yeah. of Housen went and got Bobrovsky, I believe. Yeah, he, um, he's the one that got Dubinsky, Felino, like yeah. all those guys, and like he kind of ushered in that change of culture, and then Yarmo kind of added to it to get us past Tampa Bay in that in that series. But it but, took what? How many seven years? Right, and sure, that wasn't did, yeah. yeah. But I I I believe now that we have a better crop of talent than we did then. I'd say ten years ago, to, to as the prospect we'll as the young guys cropping wise, yeah. I would love to, if I'm ever let go from a job or something like that, I'm going to look at it that way. I'm going to let them know, like, you're succeeding because of this. You're welcome. This company is going to do well because you're letting me go, and that's because of me. We'll like see, that. though. Fair enough. We I don't mean, know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm, not trying to bring sing, I'm not trying to sing all praises to Yarmo right now because I have been one of the biggest Yarmo haters over the past three, four seasons, and it's been documented documented on this podcast. Well, I mean, like, maybe like two seasons, three. Uh, it wasn't that long ago we were all singing Yarmo We Trust. That's, okay, give me two seasons of Yarmo. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it. it the time has come, like, it, it needed to happen. The writing was on the wall, and I just think with especially a lot of the unwarranted like just drama and miscommunications that I think this team has had from front office to coaching to fans. I think a lot of it maybe stems from Yarmo. I know he's, you know, he seems like a great dude. I think he, when, when it comes down to it, he's just like strictly business and that's it. And maybe that's why the past couple of years we've just seen fallouts from like maybe certain players. And I think maybe the too much of the business side of Yarmo maybe got the best of him here in the end. Possibly. I mean, I, I look at the Elvis contract as one of these factors for sure. That is an absolute disaster right now. Um, just contractually with what is happening with him. I mean, yeah. how many, how many, they must have an, they must have just implemented a unlimited PTO policy with the blue jackets. How many times <sighs> that guy's been sick? What uh, is going, can we talk? I don't have it on the show flow, but quick side note. What is Elvis there? again? Yeah. 
again leaves the game. Was Not it, lead, that wasn't was it, Tarasov was it, started. Well, yeah, Tarasov started, but Elvis was on the bench, and then there was no sign of Elvis because he left the game for sickness. He was sick again, and that's if, if he's. I mean, he's dealing with something. Then that Which is should I, be addressed, and we should just wish you know, all the best. You yeah. know, um, yeah, that. I mean, obviously the COVID sucked, and that was a weird thing for everybody. Um, but then the the Larson hiring into Babcock, right? And then the Babcock whole fiasco at the beginning of the season, I think was the final nail. Like they at that point, I think ownership knew it was time when he he goes out and gets his coach. There's already a history. The fan base was already kind of pissed off about it as soon as the hiring was uh, was announced, and and then it fell through the floor in the worst possible way. Uh, and then Pascal Vincent, that's not who they wanted. He had to he was micromanaging this. From the top, so all of this comes back on Yarmo, and there was just nothing well, he could do. It. I mean, he he made his bed, and then he yeah, he had to lay in it. And then here we yeah, are. It just seemed like, especially over the so past we, like two three years, like there's just no plan. At least from the outside looking in, like we're not you know in the inner workings of you know the team and the drafting and and the trading. We're just we're fans doing a podcast, and but from as a fan perspective, it really just seems like the last two three seasons. As much as maybe Yarmo is trying hard to put this team together, it seems like there's been a lack of vision and a lack of like just direction as to what Yarmo wants out of this team. Because, like, sure we have some good players, sure we have some young talent, but for whatever reason, the things aren't just they're not meshing together. Sometimes it just seems like you know we just pluck and put players wherever, and sure that that can come down to um coaching as well but even just an overall general manager moves when it comes to even a guy like David Yerchek where you know they come out and say well we just want to make sure he's getting ice time but a month goes by because he's healthy scratched in Columbus and by the all the trips he has to make back and forth he can't even make it to a Monsters game to even play and he goes a month without playing hockey so it's like I feel like we just keep getting all these mixed messages and mixed signals from front office to fans to where I think it just boiled over and frustrations came out and Yarmo is now gone. Also too, like whenever he would talk to the media and be like, we're not in a rebuild. This is a reload. And then like, this is a reef. This is a refresh. This yeah. is no, <laughs> this is like a, this is a retool. This, no, no. It's like a re <sighs> retirement. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then that goes back to kind of what I was saying. Like, I feel like we've just always been kind of fed like this misinformation as you will. And especially, I feel like it's been heightened here recently because we are losing, and anything gets blown. Yeah, I mean, this season, this season has gone not as anybody expected. I mean, there were we weren't we weren't supposed to make the playoffs. We I think we all knew that. Yeah, no. uh, we weren't supposed to be as bad as we were last year, though. I mean, we have more OTL, so we have technically we have more points, but the wins aren't there. We're not winning games. There's 16 wins on the season. We so are far. barely better than last season in terms of like win-loss record, and by this point last season, I believe we had about 400 man games lost. Yeah, yeah, the injuries this, have not been there like that. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They haven't been there, and we're still in the same spot we pretty much were last year. Right, and I I, I truly think, and this comes back on Yarmo, but I that is coaching, and and I think that's what it boils down to is the GM picks, picks the coach. They go out, find the coach they want. They hire him. They, they pick the wrong one a few times. And this is the team we're now seeing because of the coaching. I, I think Pascal Vincent, yep. you know, was just kind of thrown into this. He did well, he wasn't prepared for it. I think he interviewed well, for he it. He interviewed right? two twice. He interviewed before Larson. He interviewed before Babcock. Yeah. And didn't get in, you know, was not hired initially either time. Yeah. But now he has to be thrown into it. And I don't I don't necessarily blame 
Pascal Vincent because he has his style and that's the style he took to the to took to the team the, the his, in his two interviews and wasn't hired because of it. But now he has to be the coach of that style that wasn't hired before. Now has now is forced to be the team scheme, right? Yeah. So that's I I don't blame Pascal Vincent. I blame the pure in. I'm I'm going to call it incompetence in the, at this point of the general manager to hire a coach to take this one of the best pool of prospects in the league and and continually make them better. It's been the same shit for two years. With the players have only gotten better. Like the 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 team on paper has only gotten better from last season, and it's just as bad. Just as bad. That comes back on on Yarmo because he did not hire the right coach. He didn't hire the right staff yeah. to make this team improve. So that's that's what it is. It's there's only a certain time limit with what we have right now, especially with Boone Jenner getting older, Johnny Goudreau getting older. Um, which I have a theory about Goudreau. I mean, that might have been that might go down as maybe one of the not good things that happened to this organization to accelerate the rebuild as the way that it did. Um, that's a whole different, that's a whole, yeah, that is an interesting conversation There's, because I mean, Gaudreau kind of threw, threw himself at us out of nowhere. You have to take him. You absolutely have to take and him. And then that kind of like cancels out your rebuild because now you have one of the top forwards in the league on your roster yeah. that is in his prime. So well, I think at the same time, like sh- you could look at it too. Like we did get rid of Bjorkstrand, which sucks. That's a like, cr- all star. Well, yeah, an all star this year. All star Bjork, yeah, all star Bjorky this year. Mm. Um, but so you take the Bjorkstrand contract out. That's like five million. So you're paying Johnny like nine and a half. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it completely like just com- dismantled a possible reload or rebuild because I mean you're you're only maybe adding another four and a half mil to like not that not just by from a cap space perspective, but from a team development perspective. Now your whole rebuild in quote rebuild in quotes uh is is entirely restructured now that now yeah. you don't have to go find that or develop that player to what True. it's going to be yeah and you have to try to build around this player now because he came to you i think that completely restructured everything they were doing and it, it threw a wrench in it i know that's a theory. I don't, it's just a theory i don't know i don't completely disagree there but i think when yeah i mean any gm in any situation if Johnny Gaudreau's like, I want this team right now. After a 115-point season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. I don't think Johnny has been. Absolutely. I don't think he's been detrimental to this team at all. I think if anything, yeah. he, he you know, in the locker room, he can be a leader to, to, to really, you know, show the way for these young guys. So I'm not going to say anything negative about that. Sure, has he not popped off like he should? Uh, we expect, yeah. And not, not, not even just his play as him as just a player. Just what his his role and his whole being brought to the team. Now you're kind of building around that because that's yeah. the, that's the best player on your team all of a sudden. So now you have to kind of build around that. I don't know. I, I, it's just a theory that I've thought about and it's, it's kind of weird and crazy and conspiracy ish, but you know, what's the worst contract Elvis will go one by one that Garmo signed is <laughs> Elvis. Merzlikens. Elvis. I have mine right now. Say it. Nathan Horton. Ooh, that wasn't a big one though. It was like eight mil a year. Jesus, was it really? Yeah. Oh, oh. But uh, also, he had a degenerate back problem, and apparently, through physicals, that was never made known to the Blue Jackets. Interesting. That is true. He retired he, very early. Oh yeah, he only played like maybe thirty games with us. We signed him to like a max deal, I think. Unfortunate. But the one that he offered Panarin Ooh. before he left, that would have been. Twelve and a half million a season. 
Didn't it kind of go down? Like it started at 12 and a half, then it went kind of. It was at least 12. Yeah. It was at yeah, least was $12, 12 million. Dollars. I think it was like 12 the first year, like, and then 10, 10, like the next couple. For sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. The AAV was 12. Okay. The oh. annual, the average annual value. He would have yes. been the highest paid player in the league at that time. At that time. Yes. And he won. He's won in idiot. New York. Yeah. Well, <laughs> New York's doing pretty good. He's making money. All right. Yeah. True. But his money doesn't go as God, far as New Panarin. York so much uh no but not even close and that's something huh? that i heard somebody talking about like why why would panarin it, it clearly wasn't about the money we all knew that right but like in that aspect like why the cost of living here compared to new york that's what i'm saying is unreal the difference in the taxes the taxes there compared to here we don't get taxed nearly as much as new york yeah. state does it, you know what i mean like it's, could, he could have had the penthouse at the levesque tower i saw something where uh players only they like give away 43 percent of the each paycheck to taxes, to taxes yeah. and and like that's unbelievable that's <laughs> our government oh my god <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah that turned into a good thing we're talking about yarmo right yeah so going back to yarmo i guess we can i found this tweet pretty interesting this is from uh, mark sheik mark Scheig from the hockey writers he said that uh, yarmo made over 250 signings in his 11 seasons valued at one billion dollars it's a good stat mark that's a great stat Good stat, Mark. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Um, a lot of those, you know, I can't, I can't remember all of them, obviously, but a lot of those, they were exciting as shit, right? There's I mean, Nathan yeah. <laughs> almost Panarin. Alexander Winberg. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a lot. Of, I, that has to be, like, close to, like, a GM record in the National Hockey League. That's up there. That's a long seasons. tenure, man. 11 seasons. Yeah. And as many moves as were made with this team to try to make them a contender, that's something that, is also I, I see a lot of people online talking about the ownership and how they're absent and they don't care and this and that and that's just that's just such ignorance. They like you don't have any idea what you're talking about when you're saying shit like that. Yeah. And so, I understand the fan outrage, but Yeah, no, like I think we we've all we've all said that or not said that, we've all seen it. I had kind of briefly mentioned it in a podcast recently too, like, you know, if we are to make a move, I feel like now's the time and we're not seeing anything, you know, any signs from ownership. And I think that's where a lot of frustration lied. JD in his press conference today, um, he was talking about the frustrations between ownership and not communicating with fans. He said it's not their style. It's not ever been their style. Uh, they empower the people that they have to do the right thing and run the company. And so, you got to know, like, that's going to be a big attractor for a new GM or whoever replaces yeah, JD. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a big. I mean, if, if you look at, that option, you look at the talent pool that we talked about earlier that we've got in Columbus that are coming up, and you look at, honestly, just like how it is and how well it's been talked about Columbus and playing in Columbus, there's going to be a lot of options made available for that position. Oh, yeah. And J.D., uh, he's already he's already gotten like two, three calls. That's what he said, we, yeah. Prior to his press conference, like I've already... A lot I've of names have been thrown around. Phone. I've seen already. Jeff Gordon yeah. being one of them, the former... Jeff Gordon? <laughs> yeah, that Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Come on, baby, uh, NASCAR. Yeah, that I, they're not. The ownership is never scared of spending money. I mean, I know recently, and people are saying like they've been involved recently because I think they've had to, which is part of the reason also why Yarmo's out because it's it's come to the point where ownership has had to step in. Yeah, and they're like, why are we stepping in here? <laughs> I feel like and very well could be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we gave this team to it. This is your team to run, and now we're having to step in to make a move here. And why are we doing this? Get out of here. Yeah. Um. But they they're at no point have they ever been shy of spending money. They're they're if they need to be at the cap ceiling, they're at the cap ceiling. They're not they're not just 
They're not skimping on contracts by any means or anything like that to try to save money here and there and nickel and dime. That The ownership wants to win. They want to spend the money to win, and that's what they're going to do. That's what they have done. But in the first 10 years, uh, nine years of Yarmo's being here, they weren't involved at all. You don't hear about ownership being involved with the team because yeah. we were succeeding to an extent, and it was a, mm-hmm. it was a promising playoff-driven team almost every single season. So ownership wasn't really around and nobody was talking about it then because we were winning. Yeah. So it now that we're losing and losing in a way that we shouldn't be, now people are realizing that ownership and, hasn't said anything and I think that's part of the problem. And also, uh, last season, I was in an elevator with John P. McConnell. And, uh, Is that the younger brother? Yeah, well, yes. That's the guy who owns it now. That's who's owning it. Majority stake owner. John H. owns it now, right? Is it John H.? Oh yeah, John P. was his father. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, John Something H. Like that, yes. Yeah, John H. McConnell. Long story short, uh, I can att- I can testify that he goes to games because I was in an elevator with him at one point. Boom. Yeah. Okay. So. He's been to at least one game. <laughs> they have a. I mean, since the- <laughs> yeah. There's there's a McConnell at every game. They they have their own suite. I mean, it's. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. There's al- well, yeah, no, there's like, always somebody there. So kind of going back to that, like, I don't want necessarily an owner that's super vocal, kind of like a Jerry Jones esque like, because then like he makes all the headlines, distraction. You know, Always putting his hand th- in the things. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the owner said. You know, does the GM agree with that? Like, I feel like, so I'm fine with not having a super vocal ownership. I'm cool with that. Now, the McConnell hate, I don't understand. Because you got to look at it. To what Kyle said, we're always at cap. They're always spending the, the max amount of money they possibly can on free agents, trades, contracts, whatever. Also, look at the amount of renovations they've done the nationwide. Oh, arena. yeah. Like the... The locker rooms, the some of the part of the concourses. Um, I mean, they are putting, they're investing their 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 money and their time and their resources into these type of things. So, like, just the absolute McConnell family hate. I do not get. We don't have an absentee owner. No, that like, the entire McConnell family. They have other interests. They have other ventures that they are also invested in. Sure, um, not so much Worthington Industries anymore. I don't know the whole gist of it but yeah. they have other things that they own but they that whole family cares so much about the blue jackets they would do anything for it to 100 for it to be successful and that's what they're doing i mean that's what we're seeing right now they had to step in and make sure that this is going the correct way so i yeah i'm not here to like you know get on my knees and bow down to the mcconnell's by any means but they are not doing anything wrong in this aspect in my opinion i think that they're doing the correct things they're taking their time it's thorough they're making sure the right things are done at the right time and they're not knee jerk by any means it's yeah it's thought out and it's well done and that's sure and like we can most part i mean there's the success part we can talk about yeah for the most part but and also like when it comes down to it as fans i think a lot of us were more at least for me like i was frustrated at like ownership because they weren't pulling the trigger quick enough on certain things. And that kind of comes down to Yarmo. Mm-hmm. 11 seasons here. Should he have been here 11 seasons? No, not at all. Um, so I guess it's from me, I don't need a super vocal owner. I just don't want to be completely in the dark as a fan as to like when when is this going to happen so this team can get better. And so, yeah, I, I, think, think, it's, an, I think another aspect of it is, is like within Ohio, we have, is it the Haslam's? Yeah, that are they the own the crew and the, the Browns, the Browns, and then they they became the owners for the crew, and crew had such a turnaround, and not only like not moving to Austin, but getting the new stadium, getting success, two cups since then, and I think a lot of people are like, we want that, 
Well, yeah, we're, we want that. We have it, these. It's clearly possible. Have, yeah, and it, but they're like, we need new ones because that's what'll happen. We need that. You'll see if you talk to anybody, they'll probably bring up like, well, maybe the Haslam's can buy the blue jackets. I don't think they want to do that, and I don't think they should. It'd probably be valued at least over a billion now. It's it's right there. It's, it's got to be. It's right like, there, especially with the expansion fees now. Like they're talking like three, four billion. It's Jeez. right now. I think I, I don't know. I, it's valued between like seven hundred fifty million and a billion. Uh, yeah, no, like it's right I where the Forbes, blue jackets are I think at. Forbes had us like eight ninety. Some yeah okay yeah like so yeah I think we're right there. Dang. But like yeah. if I'm the McConnell selling it, one point five bill you can have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I good. I mean, it's good market. It's not. It's not a big market, but it's a great market. It's got a great fan base. I mean the. We've seen it through these losses the last two years. We're still selling out games. So yeah. I, Eight f- sellouts in the last 10 home games. And they have been arena. legitimate sellouts. I, yes. I haven't seen the, oh, this sort of sellout people recently, yeah. the miserable fight. Anyways, I haven't seen those people recently, but they have been legitimate sellouts. Oh, yeah. All the time. They, that place is crazy. There ain't no reason fans should be showing up, but we're we showing up, baby. And Yarmo Kekalainen is gone. Listen, I appreciate everything he did. But I'm so glad he's gone. It's it's time to turn the All page. right, sorry. I don't It'll appreciate everything he did. I appreciate certain accomplishments that he put this franchise, you know, kind of put this franchise on into relevancy for a little bit. So I appreciate that. Those we had, you know, we went to more relevancy than we'd ever know, seen before him. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he pushed us into like actually teams relatively respecting us. Now, over the past couple of years, has that kind of taken a turn? And did we get bamboozled by a reload and now we're doing a full on rebuild? Yes. Yeah, we're right now. We're that's the rebuild time. We're rebuilding. I I'm thinking. I, don't know. I think it'll be a reload, Kyle. I'm thinking say, like next uh, say retool. Next season's not going to be great, and maybe the season after that. But but and, aren't you excited though? Like excited to see like a new general manager get hired, a fresh set of eyes. It better be from the outside. JD says we're going to be looking from the outside. We can't, we should not hire from the inside because we have spent two. I think everybody's in their own head over there and they can't figure out how to do things the right way. So I am all for an outside hire GM. Does that not excite you? Fresh set of eyes. What if they hire Rick Nash? No, no. Here's the here's the only reason I don't Rick Nash. I do not want Rick Nash to be hired, and that is because his his banners in the rafters, mm-hmm. and he can do just fine. Just you know, in the background as in the front office, you know, still in the conversation and making moves. I just don't want to tarnish his legacy. <laughs> if he goes down as one of the worst GMs in our franchise history, people aren't going to like him. That's a good point. That's a good perspective on that. Yeah, keep him yeah. as keep him the the legend that he is, right? Yeah. Keep Wayne Gretzky was a horrible head coach, but that didn't tarnish his legacy. I mean, are we is that Comparable. They're the same. <laughs> Rick Nash and Gretzky. In terms of like fanboys like Jordan. Yeah. All right. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. All just seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm what? Just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Love me some. I'm Rick excited. Nash. We Rick's have great. to. Uh, we gotta hire externally. If we hire, if we bring someone up from within. Oh. I think that they're aware of that. I don't think that they're. I mean, yeah, I know I, it's like they a, have to, but it's just like it's what they do. I, I know, but like I, I feel like sometimes we sit here and are like, well, the Brad Larson and Vincent and this uh, internally, and it's never worked and all this. I think they see that. They know that. They know they have to go out externally. I mean, it's... Well, yeah, J.D., he had mentioned that, too, in his press conference, how their their initial search is going to be external. Right. And see where... They're going to exhaust all uh, available options, is what he said. You want to be in this yeah. boat if we didn't let Zito and Bednar go. Dude, Zito's crushing it. Yeah, he is. Crushing it out in Florida. Florida's doing but good. For me, so 
in terms of like a pick, right? Like obviously we don't need to give names, but here's how I'm thinking they they go about finding a GM. I think what they do is they go after one of the most successful teams year in year out, and just and just pluck an assistant coach, just like you. No, hear me out. Just like you see, like in football, like if there's like say you know the Bills, who went to the Super Bowl this year? 49ers and Chiefs. There we go. Got it. Bills and Titans. <laughs> say, say, the same division. I think. I feel like we, yeah. I just feel like in football we always see like the no, the no, off, the offensive coordinator of like no. one of the mo- one of the best teams gets plucked away and then he gets a head coaching job and that team becomes successful. So I'm kind of like let's just dive into these these assistant GMs here and let's see what's going on. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't know about all that. Like, no. Oh yeah, let's fuck it. Let's give Josh Flynn the job, huh? Come not, on, not come on here. Up. Come on up, Josh Flynn. Not within. Come on, you're the new guy. External. Come on. Josh Flynn takes all the credit for bringing Goudreau in. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. How's that? Where's that gotten us? Yeah. Well, you know. I'm just saying. Just it has to be external. You're right. Go find the number two. Not of, not of a really say, successful yeah. organization. Maybe some fresh blood. Some young blood. Get him in here with new ideas. See what happens. Who's the, Let's who's, stop retiring the same old damn bullshit GMs that just do a constant carousel in this league. Who's the Tampa GM? Well, who's his assistant? Let's get that guy. Yeah, let's get that guy. Those guys know what they're doing. A little bit. Bring Bill Zito back. Bring back Zito. I bet Zito would come back. All it took for Zito to be successful for was for him to leave Columbus. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, he would have been successful if he stayed in my mind. Easy to say, but... <sighs> Whatever. It's all speculation. Tits what a tits. It's all speculation. That's what we're here for, though, is speculation and shit. Yeah. You know? That's, well, that's what this podcast is for, bud. It is. This podcast is for. Also, Yarmo let go three weeks before the trade deadline. Yeah, also, and I, that's something else. I think, I don't know if I said it on here or not, but I, I believe that make a uh, the reason they haven't made really any trades to this point is because they knew this was coming. Yeah. And they're not, they would, they, Kind of shut Yarmo down, I think, at a at a certain point, and because they knew they were, they probably told him weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Or he knew weeks ago because they weren't letting him make it. They were vetoing trades or whatever he was trying to do. Once JD gets out of that bed with the back surgery, you're going to be fired, bud. Right? Yeah, I think that I I believe truly believe that that is a reason that there has not been any major moves made. Robinson, I think, was the only trade this season, right? At, at Buffalo, I think yeah. so. That was Maybe the only one, the only trade. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was probably before even they. We're ready to get rid of him. Yeah. How's he doing? No idea. <laughs> I couldn't tell you either. Two no things. clue. Hope he's doing well. Two things. It's John P. McConnell. Was he I right? Uh, you were right, and I think you changed it to H. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. Kyle had me second guessing. Two. I forget. All right. Yeah, forget it. Great. Great. Um, yeah, so Yarmo's gone. That's all I got there. End of an era. Thanks, dude. All right, next segment. This one, uh, a lot of – we're in the news again. <laughs> we're just in the news again all across the league. Wow. You know, Love a couple of weeks ago was the whole Elvis drama and the Eurocheck drama, and now we're just – we're back in the news. Whether we're good or bad, we're in the news. Whoa. And uh, this one, been uh, making its rounds everywhere. Now, again, no official team announcement here. No official team announcement, but John Butchagross, who – you know, had been reporting that, you know, we could potentially be getting an outdoor game at the Horseshoe. Um, he had tweeted yesterday, at long last, it's happening, likely September, March 1st through, or March 1st, 2025. So, 
next uh, this upcoming season. Attached in that tweet was a picture of the horseshoe and Blue Jackets and Red Wings logos. Hey! Happening, baby, and I don't care. You what? don't care? This season's just kind of like, I'll be excited when it gets closer. Fair sure. enough. Sure. I'm kidding. This is awesome. It's great. It's great. I'm excited. We've we've known this. I think everybody's known this. We've known. I mean, we have known this like confirmed for like weeks now. Yes. We weren't allowed to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> we can say it now. Can it's we, so like it's so ridiculous. Can, can and then we say it now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. And then Bucci scoops everybody like. Yeah. <laughs> which I think I I saw last night. Bucci tweeted it, and then uh, like within a within a half an hour, Portsline tweeted his article on it. Yeah. So like Portsline was like fuck and like. Like panic tweeted his fucking article <laughs> just to get it out there in the same time frame because he was it was supposed to be announced this weekend. Yeah. So somebody, I don't know what's happening. Well, now, but because Yarn will get fired, we got to hold it. We got to push it back a day. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Probably. Or t- it'll be tomorrow, yeah. I think. Even it might be tomorrow. Yeah. We might have back to back days of just so yeah. Nonsense. So like Bucci's couple sco- weeks been like hey <laughs> oh hey oh, oh. yeah. Bucci hey. scoops the local media, and so now yeah. everything's just like uh, whatever. But it's like. Who care? Like we know it's coming. Like it yeah. was coming, and we know this. Like who the fuck cares? Who gets it out first? It's so stupid. I would just Jordan like to say, thank you, Warren. I was about to say that right now. So I will say in twenty when he was like it was ten years ago, but he was twenty years younger. Yeah, amazing. It's crazy how that works. <laughs> it's crazy. Being a how Blue that Jackets works. fan, get you that. Get, yes, get you that way. Ages you. Uh, in two thousand fourteen, I had an interview with Clay Hall right in front of the horseshoe, negative five degree weather, and because we had started a. CBJ in the shoe hashtag and it was starting to trend and ABC six news and clay hall was like, what's this hashtag about? And I was like, we want, (laughs) we want to, I want a game in the damn horseshoe clay. And, uh, He's like, can you meet me at the horseshoe in like an hour? I'm like, it is negative five out. What do you care? (laughs) I'm like, yes, I can though. He retires in like a month. Yeah. Very soon. Uh, yeah. yeah, Quick, quick shout out to clay hall. Awesome dude. He's been in the, He's been well, in wait, Columbus. We doing, were giving a shout out to me because I, I predicted it. Oh, oh right. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Shout out Thank to you. you. Blah, blah, shout blah, blah, out to Jordan. Thank you. You, you predicted it in 2014. I even yeah. said the Blue Jackets Red Wings in 2014 on the news. You did. 10 years so, ago. Yeah. Unbelievable. And it's no big deal. So Jordan actually said it first more than over <laughs> any of you other people out there who yep. thought they said it first. You're welcome. Filth. I spoke it into existence 10 years ago, Blue Jackets fans. I will provide my Venmo <laughs> and Cash App <laughs> yeah. in the podcast description. They all owe you an apology. They owe me money. <laughs> That's what they owe me. Clay Hall, awesome dude. Oh, yeah, he's a great dude. Love Clay Hall. Uh, been at what, about almost 30 years, I think he's been in the industry. Oh, yeah. And doing Columbus like just sports. in Columbus sports, right? Doing yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like him. Like we have a bunch of guys. Like Dom Tiberi is one of those guys. Like there's. There's a bunch of dudes like that in the city. I think that's fucking awesome. I, I love Clay Hall. I think he's an awesome dude. I've done a couple interviews with him for the artillery as well. Yep. Um, when the when the Kivlinix uh, memorial was happening outside of Nationwide Arena, yep. Um, I spoke to Clay Hall then about that and what it meant to the city. Um, yeah, great dude, very professional, gets his shit done correctly and on time. And lately, been asking the tough questions uh, that that press conference today. Finally, somebody asked tough questions. He's on been his, doing on his it for way like, out the door. He starts asking him. No, he's been doing it for a while now. Like he's, he he'll go in there because he's not at all of them, right? He's yeah. he's covering Ohio State. He's doing all this other shit. So he's when he's when he's at press conferences, he knows what he needs to ask. He's a very smart man. And oh, yeah, he, he goes in and today he was asking tough questions as well about um, ownership. What's what's next? All this kind of stuff. The, the thing in the shoe, like really just kind of pounding at home. And 
Kind of made JD a little uncomfortable at times. He, Good. We need that. At one point, I think Clay Hall asked a question to the point where JD like had to call in Mike Priest to answer the question for him. That was uh, the... So Mike Priest is like butt buddies with McConnell's. And well, okay. Well, I don't... Like best friends. Like they're... They, like he, Priest has been like... An integral part oh, of yeah. the organization he's since, been there since, since the, the beginning. Day one. So he's like the There's guy. Guys like he's that, the guy the that goes to the McConnells if anything's happening. Absolutely. So the question that was asked um, during that press conference where JD went to go get Priest was about the McConnell family and their involvement. So that one kind of made sense. That did make sense. You're right. And I, but that's that was a yeah. Clay Hall asked that. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, what the, you know that he asked about the fans. Or why why ownership hasn't been as as vocal this yeah. season, and the Mike Priest had to step in on that. So, yeah. props to Clay Hall um, asking the questions that the fans want to know about. So, big big uh, big respect for that guy. Big yeah, respect. Big that respect. was a long story to get to. Blue Jackets are going to be in the horseshoe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I am tangenting today. Hey, you're fine. Wow. Uh, yeah, so apparently it's happening. Uh, first week of March 2025. It's the week of my birthday. Oh. There you go. It's for your birthday, Warren. No, I don't want John McConnell. <laughs> Give me a ticket. I think, well, I think we're going to have tickets. We'll figure it out. Okay. I, think we're, I think that's not going to be an issue. I'll ask him myself. I want two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would, paradise. would you that say be- that this is probably one of the worst kept secrets? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. Worst kept secrets. It's all about who you tell. <laughs> Kevin Weeks, uh, November was reporting yeah, it. Kevin Weeks, uh, Darren Dreger was reporting it November of last year. Bucci, um, Bucci said something like, about it like in December. Also, like news got out that there were there were on two separate occasions there was two site visits from the NHL. Yeah, so I mean the writing was on the wall. It, it was, was all there. I mean, that's why it's <laughs> hilarious to me that like some there's some people that have come out and been like, I knew this first. Like, no, you, shut, no, you didn't. Like, I, you, <laughs> whatever, no, you didn't. We all knew about it. We knew it was coming. Nobody knew. For, like, yeah. if anybody, some people years ago knew about this was coming. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Whatever. Yeah, I can't wait. I am very excited for this. I think it's going to be an awesome thing. Um, with it being now merged with Ohio State and Ohio State being a, a cooperative in this, I think it's going to be such a spectacle. Oh, the Ohio State University has so much money, and they love Dude. putting on a show. That's that's one of their things. That's why they have so much money is because they know how to put on a show. They can go so far out on this. Oh yeah, oh. I. You know what? A, a few when we we talked about this for years now, and you and I have argued about it for years now, Jordan. <laughs> to where you think that it will sell out? Yes. And I think that there's no fucking chance it will sell out. Correct. I think I that, was giving you shit last week, but you couldn't defend yourself. I think that huh? they can probably sell this out. Uh-huh. There, there you go. <laughs> There you go, buddy. Finally coming around. I think that there's no reason why it couldn't be. It, it's going to be so many Detroit fans, and not just Columbus fans, but Ohio State fans, like Blue Jackets fans, but also Ohio State yeah. fans and, and like, hybrids. It's going to be and I, and I was talking, spectacle. I was talking last podcast, like when things were like heavily rumored and nobody officially made an announcement yet about the outdoor game. Um, I was talking to uh, Braden about you know just if if it is fifty fifty fans. If it's if it is a if it is fifty thousand Red Wings and fifty thousand Blue Jackets, I don't care. Yeah, love it. I mean, <laughs> that's already nationwide arena when they come to town, anyways. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be so, like fifteen percent Penguins fans too. Probably <laughs> we're gonna see Crosby jerseys and you know mouth breathers wearing sweatpants with Cheeto stains on their what Blackhawks. Yeah, there's always a there's always a Chicago. Just got to go to the bat. What? There's always a Chicago <laughs> jersey oh. laying around somewhere. 
Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's going to sell out for sure. And uh, yeah, it's. I think the record is the the big house, right? The when uh, Toronto and Red Wings did a game up there. Oh, I'd say. I so. think I think they had like eighty seven thousand. Like, Back when and it was that's interesting. Yeah. Right. Ugh. I can I can see I I see like ninety thousand. Like, I think visually, if you are in the Goodyear Blimps, which will probably be there because it's from Akron and it's a big event. Is that where our seats are? Like we can ask. I don't want to. <laughs> I yeah. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I think. Mean, I think the only blimp that's ever crashed is the Hindenburg, right? Probably, but still. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, There's only twenty five of them in the world, and one of them's a nationwide arena. One of them's a nationwide arena, baby. Danny. Come on now. Oh yeah. <laughs> she'll she'll die on that hill. <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, I don't know the people at na- people at the shoe. The How many people at the McGregor. shoe? Oh yeah, no, I was saying. So if you got the Goodyear blimp and you put it up in the sky and you do a crowd shot, it'll, it'll look full. It'll look full. You yeah, darn right, it'll look full. There's enough casual sports fans, Buckeye fans, Blue Jackets fans. I mean, you see, we sell out eight of the last ten home games for no reason at all because we suck. Mm-hmm. There's fans in the city. Whether you're a casual diehard or you're just a sports fan and you want to see the experience, this place is going to be rocking. It's going to be packed. Absolutely. And I hope that they do the right thing with this and uh, do like a pre-sale for season ticket holders. I think they will. I they they they'd have to, right? I mean, Blue Jacket oh. season ticket holders should be the fir- have the first dibs on all this. I, I think so. that I mean it'll probably be corporate sponsors will honestly get the first dibs, which is how it works. Even with yeah. season ticket holders now in Nationwide Arena, but still with 100,000 seats in that place, like yeah, it'd be hard not to give the season ticket holders mm-hmm. like to at least make it seem like you're giving them something. Or right? like the corporate sponsors, like you know, they're just going to be a little blip in the. They'll be in the box. They'll be up in the in the suites anyway. Right, that's fine. I want to yeah. be in the elements. That's what that's what's what it's all about. Yeah, I want to be on the field. Well, we, hey, I think we we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, it should be a. It should be fucking awesome. Um, unfortunately, not going to be an Ohio State hockey game in correspondence with it. Unfortunately, when did that come out? Uh, Bucci also yeah, said that. There's he, been a yeah. couple that have come out and said that there will. There's no plans for any Ohio State hockey games to be a part of that. No plans oh, yet. No plans. No, I don't. I didn't see it yet. I just don't think. They said that close. They might do it again in 2026. If it goes well, they'll do it again the year after. Back to back in the shoe. Back to back. I mean, if, it, if they if it goes well, they make money. They it they know how to do it. All these things. There's no reason not to do it like every season. I mean, all right. So between the two the two outdoor <laughs> games, <laughs> every season. Seriously, every Seriously. Home, every home game, every home game in the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so between the two opponents, right, or the two outdoor games, we have we have the Blues and the Blackhawks. In Wrigley Field, we have the Red Wings and the Jackets in the Horseshoe. Two iconic stadiums. We've already seen these teams play many outdoor games. Who do you think who do you think gets better ratings, the Winter Classic or the outdoor game in the Shoe? Oh, that's a really good question. Because they've already played at Wrigley before. Shoe. Blackhawks have always they've gotten you know how many countless outdoor winter outdoor games and Winter Classics. I think, yeah, but it's like still Bedard in Chicago, and like true Chicago pulls numbers, man. It doesn't matter who's on that team. Yeah, and now they have Bedard. Uh, I I think just because of that, I Bedard mean the blue factor. the Blues are like meh, right? I mean and it, they're kind of like the blue. Oh, yeah. ja- they're kind of like the Blue Jackets outside of Columbus. Like meh, we don't really, you know what I mean? Yeah, except they won a cup one time, but you know, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, from a outside perspective, I guess. No, but. I get it. It's kind of like almost the wild. Granted, Minnesota is a hockey state, and it, it is the hockey state, but I feel like they're always an afterthought in the league. Like, I love Minnesota. I I'm know. talking about like the wild itself. Like, I yeah. feel like they're just kind of like they're like the Blues, the Blue Jackets, the the Minnesota Wild. I feel like they're just after the Coyotes. You know, yeah. we're all kind of on the same tier there. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Granted, you know, Minnesota is the hockey state, and I'm not no disrespect there, but I'm just saying wild. for sure. Yeah, uh, I would have loved to see Columbus and Minnesota play against uh, the two. Expansion two, teams yeah, that expansion came in together. Teams, that'd be, be kind of cool. That's, that was something that was talked about at one point. I mean, just talked yeah. about. It was never officially reported or anything, but that would be a cool thing. Um, I Answering your question, I think that it would be Chicago getting the better ratings. It, it depends on also who, like the TV things here. Like if ESPN does the shit in the shoe for us in the stadium classic. That's huge. That's huge because they ESPN... Loves Ohio State. Yeah, they make yes. Ohio State makes ESPN so much money. Oh yeah, they're going. They they have a, a spot for them uh, for like their game day and all that already picked out. <laughs> all that like it's it's saved for them for every season. Oh yeah, they know exactly where they're going every time they come down there. So I could see if ESPN takes over that Stadium Classic that that would be they would advertise the shit out of that. That would be huge. Yeah, dude. No, huge. I agree. I yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it does depend. On the broadcasting uh, stations, because what channel right now is like the Winter Classic on? That's regular TV. Uh, NBC. I'm, I'm pretty sure TNT. I'm pretty sure TNT does it. Did they do it? <laughs> TNT kind of took over the NBC thing. So now with the national games, it's TNT. Oh, uh, so instead of NBC, even, it's not even on broadcast anymore. Then. No, uh, well, no. Before it was NBC Sport. Well, maybe. Well, you're right. It was like on just Channel Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on. So it must be. Yeah. It's TNT or ESPN is would be the two. <sighs> I feel like TNT probably did it. I hope so. Uh, they did the. They've done the couple since they've taken over. Yeah. 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 Anyways, it's coming. It's coming, baby. And so are we. I cannot <laughs> wait for this. I. Yeah. There's the weather concerns and all that. And to that, I say, there was a there was an out. I went to an outdoor game last year in March in Cleveland for the Monsters playing. Uh, the Wilkes Berry Scranton Penguins. That's a mouthful. And they it Do was we all a, have to say that? It was a one PM start, <laughs> I think. But the sun was out and it was warm and the ice melted. So they <laughs> pushed it back six hours. Well, why the, there was outdoor games in, in California. They had to wait for the sun to go down. Mm, the Lake know. Tahoe one? No, like actually like it was at Dodger Stadium. When well was it in the well was it yes I don't remember that you're I'll probably right I'm anyways you. there's weather because if the sun's out and, and directly on the ice it's going to melt the ice hmm. regardless so it you almost have to wait for the sun to go down I don't know about that I do know about that I was at one of the games this happened in March I just last don't year think that they came appropriately equipped because they thought it was Cleveland we don't need the extra stuff. Because when they did a game out in Southern California, it was like 70 and sunny the whole time they're setting up this rink. The and extra stuff. You probably need extra freezers or something, Kyle. We need some extra freezers here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the extra stuff. Some extra coils under the ice uh, to freeze it. Extra coils. I don't know. Something. I don't know either. I don't know the fuck I'm talking about I'm either. just saying they put one in Southern Cal and 70 and sunny all the time in Cleveland where it's just overcast and rainy. But I'm just telling you my experience from last year. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, to end this uh, shoe segment, what kind of jersey do you want? Oh, what kind for the what outdoor do we want game? It to look like? Yeah, uh, what, just like 
What do a you want? Bunch of stinger. It's just just, just a, everywhere. I a, want a them stinger '90s throwback shirt with just like. I want them to go chill style, okay. but Columbus branded. Or so chill diagonal right, or was it across straight across? It was at a diagonal. It was diagonal down yeah. the jersey, right? But yeah. Columbus, and then like the fucking triangles coming up out the bottom. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about the chill, the no, old children. No, I know the children. I'm just thinking you in heard my the head. I've heard of chill. You heard of those guys before? Uh, yes, I have. There's a book about. Uh, I know somebody wrote a book ha- about this guy. Did you know that? I they have. were a hockey team. Huh? Were, they were the first hockey team here. I'm well aware of that. Columbus. Where'd they play? The Columbus Chill at the Chill Ohio? Arena in the fairgrounds. You idiot. <laughs> was it called the Chill Arena? Yeah, it was the Chill. <laughs> it was the Chill Arena. Yeah. I don't know. It was like some Coliseum. It was the Coliseum. Yeah, it was, it's not the one at the fairgrounds. The Coliseum at the fairgrounds. Yeah. They've they've played in there. Mansfield. Are you guys done yet? Or uh... The Chill. <laughs> I know. The, chill the hockey team. No, we're done. I think I'm done. Right. I was just trying to envision, and also I was trying to construct my thoughts. So I said this last episode because we had briefly touched on Jersey Concepts. I don't think enough of the young generation that we're trying to expose the Blue Jackets to know who the hell the Chill are. So I don't think we go Chill-inspired. I think in order to grow the brand and do, you know... Especially do you think that's what, like, all these other teams were thinking about when they went back 30 years and did jerseys? Like, vintage jerseys? I'm fine with vintage jerseys and throwback jerseys and stuff, but I think for this moment, I don't think we go Chill. I think we go something, you know... Ohio State themed. Not Mighty Ducks absolutely and the not. Chill are not even remotely the same. Do not give me Mighty Ducks. I'm thinking like Boston. Like Subway old Minnesota. Ass, like the Boston like cartoon bear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm like. That's that's like way back. That's like back from the sixties. And they they use that but sometimes. Like, it's not a deviation from who they are. It's still like Bruins. Yeah, you're right about that. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't I want. I don't want. I don't want our our, our brand message to be lost in translation because half the people think we're named after a bug, anyways. So, so I think we just we keep it red, white, blue themed. Whether you have like the state of Ohio as your crest, like the kind of the outline, maybe you you bring a lot of attention back to the cannon. I don't know, but I feel like you got you got to go strictly down the Civil War cannon, red, white, blue logos. Nothing to nothing to do with the chill. Or they do like what they did with the first jerseys, and you had that little subtlety of like the the jail outfit. Yeah, you bring back that kind of look. Yeah, season that was a cool touch. First season ever, the Blue Jackets. Yeah, their jerseys were the uh, the CBJ, but they had you know the little prison uh, stripes going through very faintly. That's what it was built on. Couldn't see it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. What I it? don't. I think uh, if it's no, done right, no. it could be cool. It? I don't know. I do not want prison. I just hope it's not. I hope they don't go just off the wall. I don't. I, if it's Ohio State themed, man, it's kind of going to ruin all of it. To, it can't me. be though, because we were it's saying no like a couple having a conversation with somebody, and we were talking about if it was Ohio State themed. Think about all of the Wolverine Michigans that are on this team. You think they're going to just not begrudgingly put this sweater on? And on the flip side, whose collars are also like a red and a gray or white? Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Not going to do that. I agree. Fair. That'd be terrible. It would be terrible. Absolutely terrible. You'd be like field chillers. I could see them doing like like helmets with like Stinger as the Buckeyes, like as stickers on their helmets. If it's subtle like that, cool. If it's not, get, get it out of here. That'd be cool. Get it out of here. I've seen some concept jerseys already floating around on Twitter, and I think they're, you know, too busy most of the time. People try too Always. hard. 
I don't know. I just think there's something out there that they're going to nail, and it's going to look beautiful, and I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Oh, all right. It's time to talk about our amazing sponsors. First one being High Bank Distillery, located now in two locations. Almost oh, three. Almost three. Two now. and a half. Almost three. I drove past the one over in Westerville where they're currently working on. Lots of construction happening. Place is going to be great. Uh, so High Bank Distillery, they're a local distiller here in the central Ohio area. They have two locations. Their original location in the Grandview area, right across from the Grandview Yard. That's where they distill all of their spirits. Also a full-serve restaurant. Um, all kinds of food. Then they opened up another location in the Gahanna, New Albany low area. Mm. Been there many a times. And, uh, yeah, they sell all their spirits there. Also, you can buy all their stuff anywhere in central Ohio, any grocery store, liquor store, highbankco.com. Check them out for more details. And if you need to go to a game or a sporting event or a concert, you need to go to seatgeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use promo code CBJA. For your first-time purchase, $20 off. Any email, first-time purchase. Use as many times as you need. Uh, you know, that's that's about all I got. They're great. Seat your geek. Seat your geek. Crushing it. Crushing it, boys. Ink diddy. All right. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Uh, time ooh. to answer your questions from the old Twitter sphere. We're or, getting social. Or x.com, whatever Ooh. you want to say. With the first question. Oh. Uh, goes to the CBJ haters at the CBJ haters. I think front of the pod. Reveal yourself. What's your favorite Yarmo memory? Personal interactions, team memories, or even just quotes from him? Fire away. I think uh, seeing him in the suite next to me at the uh, Iron Maiden concert. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, that's a good memory. That's pretty cool. It's a great memory. Uh, my favorite memory of Yarmo. I'm gonna go. Nothing like in terms of me meeting him personally, but when we swept Tampa Bay, I remember that there the camera there was a camera went up to where Yarmo and JD stand, and that's the first time that I saw Yarmo fucking show any of emotion. Like he was just like <laughs> going yeah, in yeah, like yeah. fist pumps, like just like all this type of stuff, and he looked ecstatic. Which goes to show, you know, he does truly care about what he, he was trying to accomplish here. Just didn't work out. Just didn't work out. It's unfortunate. We had a decent couple years with him. Um, but, yeah, I think we all kind of lost direction in that front office. So, but, yeah, just his pure emotion. And I can tell from that moment, I was like, the dude loves the team no matter what happens. Like, granted, it's, the bi- it's business, so you got to let people go. But his passion in that moment. Absolutely. Uh, the... There's a gif that always runs around of, of him like playing air drums. You oh, see, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> it's, I mean, he had a great time here, and I, I, he did love this team. Like he loved the city, loved this team, loved that arena, loved ownership, loved the fans, just all of it. The players that he brought in, he the, tried. The dude was all in. I, I know we're just kind of a love fest on Yarmo right now, but <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah, we can respect what he did like, because of that guy, man. I, we're we are where we are. We've gotten popular because the team was at one point. Like we have a lot to thank. Lots of yeah. tribute to that guy, in my opinion. Uh, my favorite memory was two years ago, Cannonball. Um, it was right before Line A got extended. And I just walked up to him and introduced myself. 
Um, he said, you know, he, you know who I am? Yeah, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that drunk yet. Oh, got it. Uh, it was an open bar though, but, uh, walked up to him and, and said, Hey, I'm Kyle I'm with the artillery. And he, he said he, he knows of us, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but my next, my immediate question was, all right, what's the line a deal? Like, what are we doing here? What's the <laughs> extension on that look like? What are we doing here? And he just, he kind of just laughed in my face. That sounds about right. It's pretty much what he did. And there's a picture of us laughing in each other's face still yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> on my Instagram right now. It looks like that. Oh man. Ray Liotta and Ray, someone else in Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I look like small. Ray Liotta in that picture from Goodfellas. I've seen that, I've seen that picture. Uh, Oh, it's great. It's just, just laughing. He was laughing in my face because he wasn't going to tell me, and I was just laughing along because I was nervous. <laughs> so, <laughs> please, don't, please don't kill me. Yeah, please don't. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I asked that question, but <laughs> that's my favorite one. I'll never forget that. I've got yeah. the picture of it and all that, but yeah, Yarmo is a great dude. Oh, another uh, favorite Yarmo moment before we move on to the next question. Was it him that sent out a picture with his dogs out? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was just like on a beach. He was just letting his his yeah, dogs. Oh, out, his toes out. His toes yeah. were just dogs out. Are, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> Yarmo Kekalainen's Instagram is also a, is is a great thing <laughs> it's, to follow. It's it's, it's love that really guy, interesting. Man. He's got some time on his hand. Yeah. Now. Like yeah. Yarmo, absolutely. He's good post. He's gonna get. He's gonna get hired somewhere. He will. It might be like after the season's over, but he's gonna go somewhere and GM yeah, another team. He'll be sure. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they'll win the cup, and we'll be in <laughs> I know, we'll right? Like, He's gonna go. Should have let him go. <laughs> Go to Montreal, and like they're gonna. Oh God! Oh, yeah, Josh well. Anderson will hold out when he gets to Montreal. Uh huh. <laughs> Gosh, writing's on the wall, boys. It's gonna happen. It is. It, that's He's gonna just, go to Cincinnati when they start. They're gonna get a team. Yeah, they're getting a team next year. Is that what's know? happening? Yeah, yeah, probably. That's what I've read. Since or Atlanta, he'll go to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. No, the ultimate kick in the nads is like imagine if Cincinnati actually did get it, like a franchise. And then, like, he goes there, and then, like, kicks our rears. Be a hell of a rivalry. Oh, it'd be the hell. Hell is really real. I'm going to give it to Braden. We talked about the Cincinnati thing last week. He says the hell is frozen over rivalry. Oh, that's a good one. It's good. Hell has Instead of hell is real, you know? All right. Next one comes from Michael Neff. I have Michael Neff 44. Front of the pot. Next question. Not no question, but a statement. If any of you want either Nash or Clark as our new GM, you are all freaking dumb. Let's go external. Love you, boys. What a day. I think we all can agree external. I, I shot down Nash right away when you yeah, presented you that, Warren. Look at you. Yeah, I think, I mean, you can look around the league and see other uh, GMs that are former players. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is Iserman in Detroit. <laughs> that is succeeding to an extent, right? But, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I agree. I don't think Nash I, I think Rick Nash is a is a great dude uh and is doing well in what he's doing right now. Um I just don't think that him as GM right now would make any sense. I think externally you have to go out and find something new to bring in and not something that's been under Yarmo for the last is you know, Rick Nash Yarmo hired Rick Nash, right? I yep, mean yep. or John Davidson did at least or whatever. I I just don't think that that would make any sense to me. Uh, you have to go external and, and pull somebody in that. And if anything, like we go external and we hire, we hire this new g- general manager, and Rick Nash is going to be staying on staff. I don't foresee him going anywhere. If anything, it's beneficial for him to learn under two different general managers to kind of figure out the right path. If he wants to get to that point in his career to become a general manager, maybe that's maybe that's down the road. Maybe that's in the cards for Nash. But right now, I'm not on that page. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. No one? You didn't. That's a, no? You got nothing on that? No, I guess we kind of just said everything, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, 
I'm sorry. I'm not. We're gonna answer any questions about replacing Yarmo. Do you have anybody in mind? Anybody? Anybody Eiserman. in mind? I told you. Go to the number two. Bill Zito or Eiserman. All right. I well, bet, those I guys are Zito, leaving. I'm just telling you, Bring Zito would come back. No, he wouldn't. I don't <laughs> think so. That dude has built an empire in Florida. <laughs> yeah, no chance. Has. You're right. You're I wish right. this would have happened a year earlier. We could have brought in Dubas. <sighs> you think Dubas would have came? here? Yes. Oh, he would have loved if, this but project. Like, if it came, if it came down to penguins or blue jackets, you think Dubas comes here? Yes. Uh, I don't know actually. But he, so it, he's really dealing with like two sides of a coin. And penguins, they're just so old. Yeah. And we have like such youth in ours. I think he would be more attracted to the youth. But potentially. But then again, you do have to look at like Columbus or <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a tough one. That would be a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm him, yeah, it's tough. There's a lot of questions just about Yarmo. We kind of touched on um, even like jersey designs. Um, Dr. Jiggly Stuff at J. Cooper Jared. Are we going to talk about how all last season we wanted Line A signed and this year most of the same people want him gone? I mean, we can talk about it. It's just it's just what a fan base does. It's it's emotions. It's what you're seeing in the moment, and that's what you react to. That's why social media is so toxic is because people just don't think about things and tweet them with – not their name or face on anything, and there's no consequences. So yeah. that's why people are flip-flopping so quickly all the time is because they were, are always right about things, and there's no accountability. Yeah. And Sorry, no, what, what no. just happened? <laughs> you did it. And not only that, but it's the aspect of, like, it's just just following the shiny object. Like, some people start saying, like, oh, he needs to be traded. Then everyone's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he needs to go. <laughs> I don't like him. Yeah. But then the moment some a group of people are like, Liney's got to stay. We this person's got to stay. We don't want to have Yarmo fired. You're like, I know. I mean, so like from my perspective though, like putting aside everything that Liney is going through right now, the past three four seasons we've had him here, underwhelming, underwhelming. So I yeah. I, I understand the whole let's trade Liney train like i i was kind of on that a little bit in the terms of like let's entertain it and see what we could potentially get because i have said a couple times on here that line a, line a has the name recognition in the league sure has he been struggling yes but you know if he was to be a part of a you know a right team he could definitely i feel like figure his stuff out and i think he still will figure things out um but when it came down to you know the past three four seasons i understand the line a frustration However, right now, Line A is struggling with mental health. It's been well documented, and now I'm like, all right, let's all take a chill pill on that. Let's let him. Yeah, I mean, let's let's let him do his thing. You do anything with that this season? Now the, the fan base will burn Nationwide Arena to the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I just I think that name recognition in the league doesn't mean anything to other GMs. They they are looking at analytics. They are looking at what yeah. he's done in the last two seasons. They're looking at what he's done since the trade. Like there are people that are hired that work eight hours a day, five days a week, to specifically just look at numbers on one player that they're interested in. So they're not the name recognition to me does not mean anything to front offices, unless you're just going to get guys to bring to put butts in seats. But anybody that's contending, which is where Line a would go, is not going to go out and pay anything for somebody who's only played 40 games a season since he's been here. Somebody who hasn't even close to lived up to the potential we thought he was going to. 
And he knows that. I'm not saying anything he doesn't say about himself as well. I'm not sitting here shitting on Patrick Laine. It's just the facts. We all want him to do well. We all love him as a player and as a person. We all think he's just awesome all around, but he hasn't been healthy. He has not played up to what he's been. And other GMs see that. There's no way you can just dump Patrick Laine on another team and get a first-rounder in response because he hasn't been a first-round product in the last two years. And other GMs absolutely see that. I think if that's the case, I mean, the, what we've seen from him here is like it's there and he starts putting it together and then he takes a cheap shot to the side of the head or he gets a slew foot while he's in Toronto mm-hmm. and, and he's out for 12 weeks all of a sudden because he's got two injuries that are two months long. So it it's it's a really, really tough situation to try to move a guy like that when he's always injured and not performing to what he to what he has been, regardless of re- name recognition amongst fan bases. That's just what I think. No, I mean I you raise good points. You raise good points. I guess, yeah. I guess for me, like I just find value behind Line's name in the league. I guess I'm not going straight just like name recognition co- comes with having ability and skill and being a good hockey player. And I think, you know, Line has built up, you know, a certain brand in this league to where he has enough respect behind his name that would warrant a pretty good trade if a team did want him. Absolutely. So, And if it's even just, like, pulling in a few picks to get rid of that, what, $8 million a year? Yeah. Something like that. Because there's guys coming up now that can fill that spot, I think, that will be better than what he has been here. And on the ice more. I, I truly believe that. As much as I love Patrick Laine and want him to succeed here, I, I just think that his his time is coming to an end, uh, as a, as a potential top liner here. I just I just don't see it continuing yeah. much longer, honestly. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a tough situation to be in because you know you obviously want to see him out there on the ice. He's he can't right now, which is completely understandable. And like we just I feel like over the past two years with him, we just don't know what we have. Because he's absolutely just, he's, very inconsistent. Yeah, like it's unfortunate because, like you just mentioned, like two very you know two incidents that happened on the ice ruined any momentum that we were trying to get with him, and he was kind of turning a corner there this season a little bit, and then hurt, and then healthy, then hurt. That's what he was doing last year, he yeah. he was doing well. He was figuring it out. He had there was like seven games and seven games. He had like eight or nine goals at one point last yeah. year, and then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, and it's. It's uh, there's nothing else you can say about it, but I mean you can't shit on injuries because it's an injury. I mean this. Yeah. He he gets cheap shot in the side of the head after with point with three seconds left in a game they were up by two goals in. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just fucking stupid shit. Yeah. That it is what it is. There's nothing we can. That one pissed me off so much. Oh, it's so bad. Rasmus Anderson. I'll never forget. God Him, bless. Rasmus Anderson did that, and then Josh Morrissey two and a half years ago cross checked uh, Alexander Texier so hard. Uh, on an open net goal that he was out for like six games after that. Those oh, two, yeah. those two defensemen in particular can kick rocks. Yeah. Anyways, I agree. I concur. I can. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you can what? You got it from. Ooh, from Nolan Brooks at in Brooks two hundred. Good question. First two to three moves you'd make if you were hired as the new general manager. Oh boy. I'd smoke a cigar. <laughs> yes, yeah, go sit in my office and put my feet up on my desk and yeah. take a picture like Bob. Mama, I made it. Take Post a picture like Bob. Whenever he, that at that game that he stormed off, <laughs> and then later on he had a picture of himself with his feet propped up. Yeah. I would do that. 
Second. First two to three moves. Oh, your second move. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, so you have cigar feet propped up. I got first. cigars and feet. All right. Second. Jeez. Um, uh, make good Branson captain. Um, okay. Third. You know, um, <laughs> for certainly get rid of the chili champ. I think those are three amazing moves. Thank you. Three amazing moves, especially Branson. Thank you. Deserves that. He really deserves that. I think he does. Yeah. Uh, all right. Three moves I make. Uh-huh. Okay. Number one. Uh, number one. Oh, boy. This is a lot harder being put on the spot. Oh. Hey, how about it, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How about it? Not uh, as easy, huh? Yeah, right? I can't wait for my... You saw my resume. I'm a proficient I, NHL, <laughs> yeah. EA right. Sports back back back. NHL GM. Number one priority, and we have seen this over... Oh, boy, have we seen it. Goalie. Goalie situation's <laughs> not good. Listen, Tarasov has been coming out here. He's trying his best. But, my God, Bloody. it is not looking great with Terry right now. A healthy Tarasov, which is very unfortunate. Scary, Terry. Uh, Yeah. Um, and also the uncertainty of Elvis, you know, how many games are, is he going to have to leave feeling sickness? Like if there's an actual problem and Elvis needs to like figure it out, go figure it out, dude, because this is not like we, we need you to be reliable. So, and also the money that we're paying him, he should be there. So right now, general manager, first move, something with the goaltending. I don't know what it is. I try to I buy feel out like they Elvis. tried. Maybe they try, but I'm a new I'm a new general manager. I'm fresh blood. I can I can make this shit happen. Also, reports coming out that they're not going to buy out Elvis because it would be just too costly for them. Not going to happen. Garmo has signed over a billion dollars in contracts. They they're, can they can buy out this contract. They're not going to. It's we're stuck with Elvis for like two more years. Okay. <laughs> Unless well, Jersey ends up taking him off our hands. I just hope, you know, if it's if if he has a case of like the poo poos or the shits. Like just go to like a take some iron. Go to what do you call those doctors and de- and and indigestion poop doctors poop doctors poop doctor poop doctors poop doctor poop doctor. Like why are you going? Why are you leaving? Like why? What's going on, know. dude? That's hard to speculate. It Truly, is. it's a health thing. It's really hard to speculate on that, and I don't think we should. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. Number two move. That's a terrible first. <laughs> I'm gonna do something with golden. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, is that not a concern of the team? It no, is it's not a solution. <laughs> what are you going to do? Something. 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 I don't I'm going to buy gonna out his contract and call up. <laughs> I'm going to call the poop doctor. <laughs> Number one is poop doctor. Poop doctor. <laughs> I'm buying out Elvis. Yeah, this is so much better. And I'm calling up Jet Greaves. All right. Why? Are you trying to win this season? <laughs> Jet, Jet How about you let Cleveland win this season? No, not this year. I'm talking about next year. Oh, okay. Jeez, they're not going to hire me until the offseason. Hey, how do you know that they don't hire somebody before the end of the offseason? They have to get somebody in before the draft. Nah. There's no there's not there's there's nothing saying that they don't get somebody in here before the end of the season. I mean, yeah, sure. There's yeah, there's nothing like implying that. I just think it won't happen. So buying out Elvis as soon as you get in here. Poop doctor. Yes. Poop doctor. <laughs> All right, number two. I'm sorry. Uh number two. <laughs> I had it in my oh, it's uh get rid of Bimstrom. Oh, okay. I don't think he's even playing. Don't care. Okay. Get him out of here. No Bimstrom. I want to be the guy. I want to be the GM that calls in Bimstrom and says, you suck, so just go away. You got to do the Donald Trump, you're fired voice. You're fired. You're wow, fired. that's horrible. 
impersonation. That, that wasn't. I wasn't even trying to you do are it. Fired. He, that was. You're, was that yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're fired. Oh, Yay. that was a good one. That was a good one. I don't know. <laughs> was that good? You're fired. Uh, Bimstrom's gone. Goalie situation fixed. I think that's a cup. Sounds like a cup. <laughs> I think that's a Stanley so Cup. Is that your third Fix the goaltending <laughs> and get rid of Bemstrom. <laughs> Stanley Cup. Number three, cup. Stanley Cup. No, I love <laughs> it. That's I love your I first. Even, I didn't even think about that one. She's <laughs> been like, number one, I'm going to win the cup. <laughs> yeah. I love your first three moves. Thank you. Those are great moves. I appreciate uh-huh. that. Uh, my first move would be, oh my God, that is a tough one. Huh? See, right on the spot. You never know. You I've had all this time to think about it. And, and I can't take poop doctor. I can't take poop doctor. Nope. That's mine. Um, First thing I would legitimately be doing is moving Ivan Provorov. I, I think that that's mm. great. Though it's great we got him in here on paper. Thought it was a good trade at at the time. Um, controversy when he got here. Still controversy now in in pockets of the fan base. Uh, I feel like that juice is not worth the squeeze at this point. He's decent offensively. He's a liability defensively. He and is. right now we have offense. We we need defense. And Ivan Provorov is not the answer on the second pairing for me. You move him because we we have really good defensemen coming up next season. And Juracek and Matejchuk and Kuhlmans. We have three guys we do. looking to break the roster next season. You got to move out some guy like that. I think Severson's safe. He's good. Big contract. You can't move that guy. I think a no trade clause also on top of that. Mm. Uh, that's my first move. Yep. Moving Provorov. Second move. Provorov? Provorov, four goals, 19 assists, 23 points right now. What's his plus minus? Uh, plus minus on Provorov is minus 12. Oh, not terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad for Gaudreau at minus 21 and Fantilli at 21 as well. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty shit. Hey, you know who's plus minus? We actually, pretty... have a, we actually have a decent team rating this year. Like not compared bad. to, you remember like most, like even the years we were making the playoffs, we were looking at plus minus and it was like everybody was negative but two guys. There's like six or seven dudes in the plus this year. Do you know that we've got more? Uh, it's all uh, the Russians. Goals for than uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Hey, we have more something going for us. <laughs> oh wow! Suck it. Uh, do you know who is a plus zero? Uh, Andrew Bimstrom. Peak. Huh? Bimstrom. My boy, Cole Sillinger. Cole Sillinger, right at a zero. Hey, I was talking bad. about last podcast, boys. You all weren't here. Nah. I was just saying, what happens when you put Cole on the first line? He shines. He he's gets good. He's a little boon. Zero. He's a little boon. He's doing his thing yeah. up there. He's doing well. He's doing all right. Yeah. He's doing well. My second move. Oh, boy. Up. Second move would be I. you got to move Elvis and retain salary. Yep. You got you to do that. You got to move Elvis, that. retain salary, or buy that out. That has become so much now of a team liability. I The locker room around that is frustrated to say the least uh they're not super happy with him from what i'm hearing um there's not a lot of i mean i don't want to start anything here but like the you know when when a guy that is making more than you doesn't show up to work because he's not feeling well and shit like that uh in times that he's needed because he's having a little illness you get kind of annoyed after it happens a few times a little bit annoyed you know so that's kind of happening i think um it's always the goalies, huh? Bobrovsky was doing it a few years ago. I, I, yeah, you gotta you gotta move Elvis out of there. You gotta start over with the goaltending. And I think you have. I think Tarasov, if he's the if he comes in as the number one and he gets consistent starts, healthy, I think he's gonna he he will be okay. 
He's, I hope he, so. He's going to be good. I, I just think that he keeps coming in cold. It's been weeks since he's yeah. played a game. He got shit on the other night. I get that, but he's still figuring it out. He's a young, what is he, 24? 23, 24? Like, he's still a young dude. He's He's been cold. I just, I think that Tarasov will figure it out. Yeah, it is unfortunate to, like, sit here and, like, the last couple Tarasov starts, we've just seen just nothing great out of it. But it is unfair to kind of what you're saying because he has been cold. Like yeah. he he'll go he'll go weeks without even starting. Yes, and like that's it's a lot of fucking time. It is. It absolutely like, is. All star break didn't help. No, and you got to get your timing. You got to be you got to be on when you hit that ice. And so yeah, I can't kind of be on a little unfair to give this judgment right now of our goalie situation with the guy like Tarasov thrown in there. Quick um, sidebar on Tarasov. Spoke to him like briefly at Cannonball last week. What a phenomenal human being. Oh, yeah? Holy shit. I'm over there. Talk- Danny and I are over talking to Jeff Spoboda. We're over there with, like, Mark. Of course, Danny uh, magnetized directly to Kirill Marchenko. So we're over there talking to Marchenko <laughs> and, and Chinnikov and Spoboda. Um, and Tarasov walked up and introduced himself to me. And just we were talking or whatever. And I was asking about, you know, how everything in the locker room is going. How's Boone doing? All that kind of stuff. And... I asked him how the leadership was in the room and with Boone and all that. He said he lo- they all love Boone yeah, is, is the consensus in the entire locker room. He's a great leader. Um, not as vocal as people, as fans want him to be, but who fuck cares what fans think at that point? Um, just an overall phenomenal human being and just happy to be here, <laughs> truly. It was, it was refreshing to talk to him. And I, I hope that he does well. I think he's, gonna, I think he's, he's got the attitude. He's got the right attitude. He's going to figure it out. I love it. Uh, my third move. What's third? my third move? Are we doing three moves? Should I just end it at two? I mean, I did. We all did three so far. Three moves. My third move would be coaching. You gotta, you gotta move the coach. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Pascal Vincent out. I'm sorry. Um, he's had his chance. It's just not going well. The the third period collapses. Uh, this season, the OTLs, the OTLs. If those were wins, if half of those were wins, we'd be in a spot where we're not. Like Yarmo probably still has a job. Maybe at this point, you know what I mean? Like it's the, those third period collapses because of the coaching is the reason Yarmo doesn't have a job anymore. In my opinion right oh, yeah. now. I mean, if you look at it like on paper, like it's compiled, right? But yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but you know, the Jack is going into the third period with the lead six or seven, seven, eight times this season. More than that now, I think yeah. since the last time I said that it's been no, like we would be over 500. It's ridiculous how many leads they've blown in the third period. A lot, a lot. So that's yeah. that's a big thing. I think coaching coming in, closing games. I think a coach is a is a huge. We have the talent. The talent is here. You have to find somebody that can gel all of that together, and we don't have that person right now. Those are my three moves. All right, told you. Hey, put it on the resume, baby. Put it back on. I it. got a plan. Bump JD, hire me. That's in your cover letter. In my cover letter. Uh, last one I got uh, comes from Caitlin at Bunker Blue. Uh, how overdue was this firing on a scale of overly riped black banana being the most overdue and day-old donuts being the least overdue? Also, what's your favorite kind of donut? I'm going to go with the banana. <laughs> all the way overdue? Just straight all the way? Oh, I thought that were th- those are the only two options. The, the, yeah, on a scale. On a scale, the... the Black banana that is that's a ten that is rotted is the most overdue, yeah, and I'm the going, day I'm, old donut is the least overdue. I'm going, uh, I'm going banana black rotted. Yeah, that needed to happen. Yeah, um, absolutely needed to happen. Hmm. I put it like, I put it close to the middle at like a 
like three day old cold pizza. Like I'm still like I'm gonna eat it, but I'll be like, I really shouldn't do it. Put this in the air fryer, maybe. <laughs> this you put that pizza in the air fryer, you are golden. Yeah, but like that's the last. Day. I was gonna say like three four day old hibachi. Whoa, like three day old hibachi. Okay. I feel like that's a seven eight. Is it hibachi with meat in it? Four day old hibachi. Yeah. Yeah. Like right there, like okay. Kind of, it's kind of smelling a little weird, but yeah. you know you. Maybe it's okay. The rice isn't slimy yet. Yeah. So we're we're all right. The steak still looks good. I don't know. That's where I'm at with that. Not all the way over, dude. I mean, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm I've been over it. I yeah, guess I think a lot of me the fuck out of here. And I that's think we've learned that food is subjective. What's your favorite donut, Jordan? My favorite donut. I feel like I'm just gonna get ridiculed for it, but it, I'm I'm a, I'm original. Give me that. Like no no icing on it. No just a uh, cake donut. No, just like an original glazed. Yeah. Original glaze from from Krispy uh, Kreme. I got to one-up you. It's the hot and fresh original glaze. What does that even mean? What? Hot and fresh. If you are driving past a dunk or a, you made me do it, Krispy Kreme, and they have the, oh, the sign hot and with fresh the lights on. Yeah, the hot and fresh. The hot, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now that I said hot and fresh again, you're like, oh, hot and fresh. No, I just you took a second. You go inside, and they'll give you one for free, and it's, oh. Yeah. It's undefeated. Yeah. My favorite, What's your favorite kind of donut. Mm. <laughs> That's a really good question. What's your favorite kind of donut? My favorite kind of donut is probably a a raspberry jelly filled donut. It's pretty solid. I think just like with a little no nothing crazy on top, little glaze, jelly raspberry jelly filled. I like little that. seeds in there, you know. Seeds. I, like I love the raspberry seeds. Oh, there's so it makes it makes the nice whole jam with the seeds in there. Oh yeah, ooh, so good. Ooh. Yeah, give me that. I'll eat like four of those right now. Right now, that's where I'm at with that. Right yeah. Now? Right now. Do you say your favorite? Yeah, the hot and fresh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, you said that. My bad. Up you. Any more questions? Are we done? I think we're done here. Yeah, you got any more? Nah. I was reading through them. I don't want to answer any more of those. All right, yeah. fair enough. We're done then. Sorry we didn't answer your questions, everybody. Whatever. They're all the same. We talked about. All right, little boomers. Episode two seventy four. We're done. Hey, Yarmo's done. Yep. Thank God. So are we? We're, we're going too. with him. Are we? Where are we? Where were we headed? Well, uh, wherever he goes, Atlanta. To yep. He's gonna go be the GM at, at Atlanta. All right, we're done. Go thrashers. Stay new to your kickalaning. <laughs> Source. <laughs> <laughs>